You've spent some time in a yurt recently. I was so lucky that my wife and I, we spend a couple different times throughout the year, mostly in the wintertime. We take three, four day trip or so up into the mountains of Idaho, which is only about an hour plus away from Boise where I live. We go up in the mountains and we snowshoe into one of the yurts that they have. And we spend several days and it's just out in the middle of nowhere and it's beautiful. And we went back in November, there was no snow up in the mountains. Unfortunately, this was right after Thanksgiving. And usually there is snow and snow is important because as you're yurting, you need the the snow to melt to for drinking water and for cooking in these yurts. We didn't have it in November and we had to actually um, hike in water. But anyway, we went this last week and we went up for five days this time. This was the most that we had been. And it was to a yurt that we had been to before, but there was a lot of stress going into the week that we were heading up because we had had a bunch of snowstorms here in the state, which I also know throughout the country, there was a cold spell and um, some major storms happening throughout the Midwest and the East Coast as well. So. And it hit us and we weren't sure about if we were even going to be able to access, if we could even take the highway up to get to the the pullout where we would start hiking up and snowshoeing in. Found out the morning of that they had opened up the highway. So we drive up and snowshoe in. But the because of the snowstorm, the trail to get up to the yurt had not been blazed by any previous hikers. My wife and I, we hike in and then each of us has a polk sled that we, we've built. So the sled is like the one that I carry has our two dogs, our <laughs> fur babies. <laughs> in a crate that I drag up. And then my wife has some of our backpacks that has some food and other supplies and clothing and things like that. It was really difficult on the way up because again, the trail wasn't blazed and it actually was easier on the sled because it's not sinking down. It's sitting on top of the snow, but because it's not blazed, it's a lot more legwork for me to plow through to take big steps with these snowshoes and then step down and and all this stuff. So the hike was about, it's a 1.4 mile hike up and it's the most steep trail up to the yurt of all the different yurts in this area. And it took us about an hour and a half to get up there. And then we spent several days up there. There was a snowstorm midweek. And then we weren't really sure if we were going to be able to get back down um, if the highway was going to be closed again when we got back to our car. And there's no cell phone reception up there either. So we are, we're kind That's of- a lot at the, of uncertainty. You have to hike all the way down to your car to try and get cell service and then see if the roads are closed. And if they are closed, then you basically need to hike all the way back up to the yurt and stay another night and then come back down the next day because there are potentially other- people who are scheduled to to check into the yurt. So it's it's a little stressful. All this to say that it was an amazing experience. We spend, again, five days up there. We're detached from technology, which is so relaxing and so much fun. And we really spend a lot of quality time just having good conversation. We you know, listen to some podcasts, we read, we do a lot of reading, catching up on some books and things that we've been wanting to do, put together puzzles, spend time with our dogs and just go out. We'll hike around the snow and um, throughout the mountains. And they love to play in the snow too, which is great. So what's interesting about this and what I took away from this account, which is besides the relaxation piece, was there is a part of this last trip, which was very telling for me, where I wasn't living in fear, but definitely all the signs of one, are we able to get into the yurt and to the trailhead? Are we going to be snowed out of it? 
are we going to get stuck up at the yurt because of the snowstorm midweek? And can we get out? And are the roads going to be safe enough to traverse throughout? There is a part where when those moments of anxiety and uncertainty kick in, I find myself, I wouldn't say alpha male, but this protector mode. And I really become very focused on processing what do we do in this situation? What happens and what's the next step? I found myself balance this sense of responsibility I had for my wife and our dogs and myself and in being safe and secure on this trip without living in fear trying to almost create a solution for a problem that doesn't exist yet. All that to say, it was a very good reminder for me in this moment of being a caretaker for my family to also being a caretaker for the positive experience and to enjoy what was in front of me, the sereneness, the stillness of nature, quality time that I got to cultivate with my wife and our dogs. And it made it, made it so much easier to deal with the, the stressful uh, situations that came up. That's a lot of wow. I um, <laughs> I, I get it though. Like I, for so long, I I would allow myself to get caught up in all of the what ifs, all of the possible scenarios. Um, there's a big part of me that likes to understand what all of the possible situations or scenarios could be, and it served me well in a corporate space and trying to de-risk because a lot of often I was. Um, de-risking something was often part of my responsibility. And I was good at it. But in your personal life, that can create a lot of, <laughs> it can cause you to just spin and spin out. What if this? What if that? What if that? And chances are you're not going to have needed all of that as an exercise, or you won't have thought about that one weird random thing that it could be. And not because you weren't vigilant or diligent and trying to count account for the what ifs, but you just, you don't know what life has out there for you. So you can't possibly account for all of all of the situations and circumstances. And so you sort of just have to, like you said, just kind of go with it. And I love that idea of um, owning the positive aspect. We have, we wear multiple hats in relationships and for ourselves. And to, by putting one on, don't um, neglect the others that are also sitting there waiting to be worn. Love that. 